Hello everybody and welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Claire. And welcome back to Fanfic February. This week we will be discussing uh, a Court of Mist and Fury from Resan's point of view by Illyrian Tremors on AO3. Okay, yep. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong one then. It's okay. <laughs> there's, one, there's one on Wattpad as well by Crazy Girl what? Forever. And I thought that was the one. No. Ah, oh, I guess there are multiple recent point of views. Yes. This was the most popular one. Hang on. Um, uh, there are multiple versions out there, but this was the most popular one that I could find on TikTok and when I searched. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, okay. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was on Wattpad. I don't know. That, that's, yeah, my bad. <laughs> hey, I'm, don't read fanfics, so. All right, um... This will be a little bit different than all of our other books that we have done um, because After was turned into a book and a movie but this one obviously has not been turned into a book and it is just a Court of Mist and Fury retelling sort of. So just to catch us all back up again I'm going to read the blurb about a Court of Mist and Fury. Okay. Oh, I like that. So Pharaoh has undergone more trials than one human woman can carry in her heart. Though she's now been granted the powers and lifespan of the High Fae, she is haunted by her time under the mountain and the terrible deeds she performed to save the lives of Tamlin and his people. So, this is from Rhysand's point of view, though. So, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Claire. We like to say we know where it ends up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we are in a unique position. <laughs> it was fine. I don't know how else to really describe it. I respect fanfic writers because they have the creative license to create these worlds and situations where no one else would be able to express. Respect the living shit out of it. Probably not my forte moving forward. But unless it's in a proper book structure, kind of like after. Yes. Yeah, I respect it. I enjoyed it. Um, maybe, yeah. yeah, moving forward in in the booking in the book career other people's perspectives like this is still probably not for me maybe in the fanfic space just because there's just a lot of presumption and like at the end of the day we're never really gonna know how recent felt because recent is obviously sarah's character and i feel like whatever she says goes but absolute respect and i'm glad that everyone enjoyed it it was nice diving back into this world again especially now since cc3 is coming up so you know getting re-familiarized with characters and perhaps artifacts and all that type of stuff and just like rehashing out Mist and Fury in general uh, it was very nice to come back to and reflect but yeah it was fine dare I say I enjoyed it a little bit but what about you Kenzie? Uh, I'm sure I'll talk about this on after because actually let me rephrase this I'm sure that I have spoken about this on after (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I will reiterate what I said um, in that I don't know where I stand with fan fiction. So I am, yeah, like you, where I like it, I enjoy it more in an actual book format. Mm. Um, And then it is kind of taken away from that fan fiction universe and turned into, uh, you know, based on instead of, like, your name slash (laughs) whatever. Yeah, again, I struggle with... Fan fiction, yeah, as a whole, because yeah, these characters are the authors, the original authors' characters, 
And I know that when you read a book, that characters do sort of become our own as well. We get attached to them. But yeah, I find it difficult to connect uh, with the writing when there's presumptions. Mm. Yeah, and like bonus added stuff. And it's like, okay, but now you're taking the character and you're making it your own. And that could contradict what the author has already said. But... I can kind of spend my disbelief for fictional characters. It's when, and I will talk about this in after. <laughs> I have spoken about this in after. <laughs> um, this is a real insight into the order that we record things as well. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert, we have not read or recorded after yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in after, and also in the love hypothesis as well, mm. um, when it was in its original format, it's like, these are kind of real people. Mm. Like that you're writing about and especially I know there was lots of controversy with After because Harry Styles was a teenager at the time it was written mm. yeah, um, I just saw saying, that, was, that was 2023 like mm. we were 17 in that in the grand scheme last of things last year is 2023 you mean sorry, 2013 sorry 2013 sorry <laughs> yeah like just to, yeah I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about that yeah more in depth but yeah like that's just crazy to think about you know yeah Jesus yeah Oh, and also, yes, I will talk about this in Manacled as well, but I know in a lot, yeah, of fanfics that they age characters up, and that's okay. But yeah, let's not write about minors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. If we're adults, let's not write about minors um, in a fanfiction situation. If we're minors, then go for your life. Yeah, but lucky with, like, the Akatar world, like, they're already 18, 19, whatever, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, also, so my thoughts, feelings, emotions were, yeah, once again, I was happy to uh, dive back into this world. Akamath is by far one of my very, 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 very favourite books. Yeah, so I was happy to be back in that world, such as you, like, on the cusp of CC3. Nice to reintroduce myself to these characters. And although it is a lot of, yeah, like, presuming about other characters, I did enjoy seeing... Uh, the curtain lifted on some of these characters, if you will. Because mm. um, whilst Feyre is kind of navigating her own stuff during Akamath, Reese is navigating his own. And then obviously in Akamath by Sarah J. Mass, we don't see the sort of behind the scenes, inner circle conversations, things that are going on, especially when, you know, it's coming out that Feyre and Reese and are mates and when it does come out, because um, Moore and Amran knew, and then he says that, you know, like, Cassian and Asriel assume, but like, not confirmed, but clearly it was confirmed, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have qualms, we will get to them. This will probably be, like, a little mini-episode because we've done this book. Yeah. <laughs> and we can... Yeah, we can beat Akatai into the ground, <laughs> like, at this point. We only say so much, and we know where it ends up, and, yeah, yeah I, we, I don't know, I don't want to, like, criticise too harshly on the writer, because they've done an absolute service, because a lot of people really yearned for a Reese point yeah. of view, and they've done the job. Yeah, well, we can just get into it, then. My big issue was, I think, like, tremendous job on writing it, well done, go you, um... But it's so hard when there's already a book out there because also as well, like I wanted more about that whole three months where Resend doesn't um, take 
Feyre away from the spring court like he doesn't do good on his deal for the first three months he's like oh I'll just let her be she's my mate and then in this one we just kind of get a him Cassian and Asriel at the Illyrian camps you know dealing with the uh highburn sympathizers or whatever and then it kind of just cuts right to the same timeline right yeah yeah so I was like okay but where is all the other stuff where's the where's that three months it wasn't just them going around killing everyone yeah no (laughs) for three months yeah also i need to apologize sorry i have my pedestal fan on because it is very hot in my studio which is very generous of me because i'm in the corner of my garage (laughs) (laughs) hey it's 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 your creative space it's a little corner in the pocket of your world we will treat it with such respect yes (laughs) yeah um and i completely forgot about the whole three month thing so feel like yeah that could have been a significant starting point for sure because mm. i think you it, it could have drawn a lot more angst from reese being like all right i can't see Feyre. you know it's as angry as i am with the illyrians and all that stuff like yeah i feel like that could have added more angst to it i guess perhaps i don't know yeah i don't like i don't know i don't it feels weird yeah critiquing a fan fiction such as this in a way yeah, the three yeah. the three month gap could have been yeah the very significant starting point, but I suppose the advantage the writer had was that they had a whole book and then following along with the chapters and then adding their own uh, implements. So yeah, who really maybe maybe the three month gap would have been too much creative liberty. I mean, yeah, so the three months would have been a long time for sure. But I mean, I wanted a little bit more in that time instead of. Just, again, another recap of the night he came back and fell into Moore's arms or whatever. Um, and then just, I have to go and deal with the Illyrian sympathisers. Or the Highburn sympathisers. Yeah, and so now that we're talking about the angst, I want to know how you felt about the angst as a whole. I like angst when there's, in a weird way, reciprocation. Like when both characters know that they like each other and they're fighting against it for whatever reason, whether it be there's conflict or world or other people against them or against the relationship, whatever. I don't, I do not like one-sided angst like this. And this is why when I said like, I'd rather not know the point of view because then, yeah, it's very presumptuous and recent this point of view comes off as very, uh, even more possessive in a way, but it can be drawn back to the mating bond and it makes the fame and fucking crazy for their mates, whatever. And it just it keeps coming back to the presumption, like when Reese was talking about, oh, Feyre is going to meet my family, she's going to love them, oh, my mother would have loved you, oh, you got the ring from the Reva, like my mother would have intended for you type of thing. But like Feyre does not know all of this and it just makes him sound obsessive and crazy, but we obviously know where it ends up, so it doesn't matter. But it just ticks me off in that sense. So yeah, I don't like it when it's, yeah, one-sided like that, if that made any sense. Yes, I agree. This is okay. So this is the thing. This book ruined recent for me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you, you've now cut off Akata. We're, we're going to delete everything. Goodbye. Yeah. The podcast is over. We're no, done. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot continue to to make my legacy built on a fallacy and the lies. <laughs> no, let me explain. <laughs> I very much. I was so excited about this book because I'd heard such good things, and I feel like. In our two years of doing this, that book talk has never really lied to me, you know? Apart from Haunting of Adeline, but I can get past that. It's fine. Like I can figure it out. That was fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was shit, but like... In a way, yeah. 
if I take an, a book recommended recommendation from Book Talk and I don't like it, like I'm not gonna be a, like a dramatic queen about it and be like, oh, book lied to me, wait, wait, wait. It's like, all right, it just it it just didn't come to me, so whatever. Yeah, because it's like let's remember that we are seven billion people on this earth yeah. and we all have different tastes. It's fine, For sure. okay. <laughs> um, but Book Talk lied to me on this one. Um, <laughs> fandom, like Akatar, the Akatar fandom failed you. The Akatar fan, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Let me just reply to this. Sorry, I have so much to organize. Well, on the day we are so, recording, Kenzie's going on holiday. Yeah, tomorrow. But it's the night before. Um. So, yeah, Book Talk has lied to me. Uh, yeah, I was so excited to read this. I love Retend. I love Akatar. I love... Uh, I have grown to admire Retend's faults because he is not this perfect shadow daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I had really strong opinions and issues with the way he was written in Silver Flames, but as a person, I have grown, <laughs> and I'm at peace with the world, and I'm zen, and I'm above it all, and I get it. This it's is fine. a redemption for you. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, my issue with this is that he is the biggest fucking man-child crybaby that I've ever seen in my life, yeah. and that is not my recent. Yeah, no, that is not, not my president. Hashtag not my recent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to write down hashtag not my recent for when we release this. <laughs> but again, it's just a creative taking liberty, and yeah, like it doesn't. So, this is what happened. I think, like, oh, and also, so I don't think this is illegal, but we downloaded the fic off AO3. Yeah, and then we put it on our Kindles. The, yeah. the option to download. There's a is download there. button. Yeah, exactly. So, and also, so I was gonna say like a few pages in, but it was a PDF format. So the writing, was, first of all, the, uh, the layout was really weird to read. The format, that's it. Um, so I was gonna say like a couple of. Ch- I reckon by like chapter two, I was donezo on recent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So then from that point, instead of approaching it as. Akata is my most favorite series in the whole wide world. Um, Akata is my life. Again, I've built my legacy in this podcast on Akata. <laughs> um, I went into it the same way I ended up going into um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh. And yeah, this is how I expect, because that is the ultimate fan fiction. <laughs> this is how, because I went and saw it and then like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and then a lot of my friends were going to go and see it and they're like, what did you think of like how blah, blah, blah. And I said, what you need to do is you need to approach it as just it's in the same universe as Harry Potter. These people aren't Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, Ron Weasley, whatever. They just happen to have the same names and it is a different story within the same universe a la Fantastic Beasts or whatever. It's like it's entire separate entity. Just like, yeah. Like an alternate universe almost in the universe. Yeah. yeah. It's like variants in the multiverse. Mm. Mm. Because these are not the char- ca- characters. These are not the characters you grew up and learned to love. These are very flawed, not even just flawed, very incorrectly created characters. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and that is the hill I will die on for Harry Potter and the Curse. <laughs> but anyway, so that is how I ended up approaching this. I was just like, oh, this is in the Akatar universe, and these just happen to be characters with the same name. Just take it with a grain of salt, almost. Yeah, yeah. and then also. I really struggle, and I don't think we've ever had a book really, unless we have, you know, um, for example, bonus chapters in someone else's point of view. I don't think I've ever read a book where, um, when it's in someone else's point of view, 
that we just have a whole copy and paste of conversations and sections. Yeah, from Blood and Ash, <laughs> a soul of Ash and Blood. Would you agree? Oh yeah, that's what I'm like. I know we've been here. Yeah, uh, yeah so we've had this conversation that, yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at least with that, it's from the actual author, so we actually know what. For example, yeah, Jennifer L. Armentrout intended for Castile to feel and yeah. feel. So I'm going to call it a book. A lot of this book, fan fiction, was just copied and pasted segments of conversations between Pharaoh and Resend or, you know, when they go to the summer court. So again, that was a real struggle for me because in my mind, I've been here, I've experienced this, I want to see the other side of it. And it wasn't so much, I wanted to see a little bit more of, you know, Resend with Cressida and it was kind of just again brushed off. Oh, I took her for drinks and then I let her kiss. But no, I don't think they kissed. I let her. I think he kissed her on the cheek or whatever. I don't and then I sent her off to bed. Yeah. Anyway, and so it was still just yeah, whole copied and pasted segments, and then you know maybe two or three sentences tacked on on the end that explained Reese's feelings about it, which we could have discerned ourselves from reading, perhaps the yeah. uh, original book. I'm doing a lot of wizardry. That's okay. You can you gotta, you gotta <laughs> talk with your hands sometimes. Yeah. Move around. Yeah. Um and then again, this book ruined Resan for me because he is this five hundred year old, dare I say, Valg prince. <laughs> don't bring don't bring conspiracies into this. Hey, there might be a he, point of view part two post Crescent City three, and then he will be a Valk. So, yeah, so anyway, so he's okay. So he's this five hundred year old shadow daddy Illyrian warrior, uh, OP king of Prithian at this point. Oh my god, he's not king. <laughs> I know he's not high lord. High king. High king. Um, anyway, and in this book, he's just reduced to a seventeen year old boy pining after a girl who doesn't like him. And back. Very horny. Yeah. And very horny. He does get reduced to that, unfortunately. And there were so many moments where uh, he had to, you know, remind himself, oh, Farrah's not my anything, she's not mine, she's his mate, but at that point, you know, she's not my mate, she's not my anything, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, good, you're self-aware. But then in that same... Continuity? Yeah, it would be... Uh, I'm I'm so sad. I want her to realize I'm like I don't know what to do. Blah blah blah. And... Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I think the fanfic itself is really obviously focusing heavy on the relationship aspect because it's not yet yeah. meant to be an absolute retelling of this fantasy series. Mm. Yeah, it's just mm. primarily about the relationship and the angst and the torment of uh, yeah Pharaoh and Reese's relationship. But it, yeah, it did come off pretty whiny and. Yeah, just a lot of yeah possessiveness of the you know she's my mate, and even it when I don't know Cass- Cassian, low key flirted with her like he's all like you know shut the fuck up or don't say that and all that stuff, and it's like just let it go, you know. And again, I get you know that um, um, it's not a pizzeria, <laughs> it is the mating bond. <laughs> what what were you gonna call it? A pizzeria. A pizzeria. <laughs> Like a pizza restaurant. Yeah, I don't know yeah. where that came from. <laughs> anyway, so it's not the pizza. It's I know there's that mating bond and it makes possessive. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Possessive <laughs> pizzeria. <laughs> um, and yeah, it makes you possessive. But we see that in Akamath, and we see it in this fan fiction as well. Is when they come back from when they finally come together, and Cassian 
says like, oh, like hard ride. Oh, if you're not too tired like me. And then Rhysand beats the shit out of him. Mm. I didn't need any more of that. Yeah. Because I get it. Yeah. And I can understand where, from Reese's point of view, it would be anyway. And ugh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Like, as I just said in my thoughts, feelings, emotions, like, that's how I feel. And like, that's as the best elaboration mm. I could ever put. And I think it's just because I'm yearning for a Reese's point of view from Sarah J. Mass. Yeah, like, only Sarah could fill this void and make it canon. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I was saying, oh, Penelope's here as well. Anyway, um, Saying, yeah, I think I'm just yearning for... Because I, I, I think I'm missing the writing style of Sarah J Mass in this. And I do think... And again, good on the people who write fan fiction. I could never. But I do think there is an ease of writing to it. Writing it that comes from just being able to uh, copy and paste segments. And also in that these characters already exist. Yeah, yeah. So you are just writing an extension of them. Whereas when you have Love Hypothesis, for example, that started, yeah, as fan fiction of the two characters for sure, but it was in a completely separate universe and it was just their characteristics and stuff, which again is an easy way to begin to write. For sure. But you have created your own universe. Mm. I've always wondered, like, yeah, why are fanfic writers, like, obviously so talented at using already made universes and stuff which is fine because once it becomes you know in the, open to the court of public opinion and almost public domain in a way uh, you're allowed to take it and use it however you want essentially yeah but I always wondered how yeah if you were such an excellent and talented writer how are you not able to then almost create your something for yourself from scratch in a way I don't know if that yeah and then yeah because I think about fanfics yeah, whereas, you know, it could be, <laughs> like, the Asriel and uh, Eris ca- uh, <laughs> yeah. canon, <laughs> like, fanship. Um, yeah, like, that fan fiction. It's like, yeah, you're just taking the characters and you're creating a whole new storyline. Whereas this, and again, it is pigeonholed into that. It has to be a retelling of Akamath. But I just wanted, yeah, more resand, less Akamath. Yeah, yeah, more actual resand to himself going about perhaps his daily life. Again, the three-month gap. Or even when Feyre was, oh, I suppose it there was more cut because we didn't get a lot of Feyre interacting with the Weaver because Reese couldn't literally couldn't do anything. He was just sitting there. I think a lot of it has to do with yeah Reese's involvement in Akamath in general because a lot of the stuff that yeah a lot of the the main point of that book was essentially setting Feyre up for like another set of trials like the Weaver she's trying to use her magic to track things and like what can he do all he could do is just sit there and watch and then maybe be like I hope she doesn't die or I hope she doesn't kill the Weaver and yeah going to the summer court it's like oh I need her to weasel her way into Tark Tarkin's I don't know confidence and be like find out where the book is all he can do is sit back and watch and wait mm. like I think it's really hard when he has that real like stagnant um integration uh not integration he just has a stagnant approach to the to the akamath story in general like it probably wasn't the best book to have a full point of view about him in that sense because there's not a lot of action yeah. he's taking other than the killing the yeah. Illyrians in the first couple of chapters i think i would have enjoyed and i do hope there's probably one out there there is i've seen it um <laughs> it's just like you just talk through it and you answer your own question and I do that all the time as well <laughs> um, I want yeah the recent Akatar retelling 
Yeah, that would be good because we actually don't know Resand as well in yeah. Akatar. Yeah. And so I that. have seen, I've seen uh, Under the Mountain. Oh, like the t- yeah, I've seen Reset, some yeah. similar. A title yeah, Resand I think this same author does them. Okay, maybe that could have been a better fanfic to have <laughs> read. Yeah, well, I'm just a fucking idiot, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. But no, yeah, that would make sense because in Akatar we didn't know Resand and we didn't really yeah. know his intentions that well. He was just known as this relatively evil high lord shadow daddy <laughs> yeah uh, who is amarantha's whore and what does that mean and what so what is he doing while you know talman and Farah are gallivanting around the spring court like yeah i think ideally that probably would have been a better fanfic yeah sarah if you're listening uh give us that one thanks sarah james i know you're writing like you're running out of time but <laughs> i mean surely you can just whip this out if jennifer can write like this then oh sure my sarah god <laughs> Honestly, big boy chunky books. You can check out a novella. It could be a novella. A novella. Two hundred yeah, pages. Yeah, Akatar was small. Yeah, yeah, two hundred pages max. Just strictly Reese doing whatever he's doing for Amarantha, and then and then him saving obviously Feyre. Hello there, Feyre darling, or whatever. And the whole Claire Boda situation, Boda, whatever. It would would have been would have been great. And I wanted, I know that the uh, mating bond clicked in at the end of, like, when they're on the balcony or whatever. Um, but I would have liked more of, yeah, you know, would have liked, I wish I had that book where, yeah, we see the, his dreams when he sees Feyre painting and stuff. Um, and then when he, like, obviously, like, goes to her to give her the bargain because he wanted to keep her alive. Because surely, yeah. I wanted to, like, if you want, if you're starting to question, like, why am I so drawn to her? Like, this is the girl from my dreams. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, why do I feel this pull? And, like, yeah, what bargain am I going to make to have her somehow come Yeah, and then me? when he, yeah, felt her neck break, like, well, saw Amarantha break her neck. Doing miscellaneous tasks for Amarantha even, and him being like, I hate it here because, you know, him being is pretty much sexually abused for throughout that entire time as well like probably how he's feeling and like how he's coping etc how he feels about having to have essentially abandoned Valaris as well and yeah all he's in a circle and stuff like he probably felt so alone whereas yeah in this book uh well, fan fiction book whatever for Akamath he had everybody around and then he had that support yeah for sure and Farrah had no one and Farrah had no one <laughs> well she kind of had Tamlin she kind of no it was just so nice yeah revisiting those bits and pieces like I'm not gonna lie I skimmed I skimmed quite a lot but yeah it was nice to be like oh yeah I remember Ianthe I think that's her name I'm like I remember the book of breathings and the cauldron mm. and the Durian being resurrected was the main part of Akamath because like cause sometimes I'm starting to get plot points between Akamath and Akawar confused I think they're one and the same and interacting obviously with Nestor and Elaine again I think there was like a cheeky uh comments I think or perception by Reese about oh Nestor and Cassian might be together blah 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 and it's like they were always going to be pushed together Pissed yeah me. I think he said that though in yeah I know, I know. like yeah in Akamath anyway he was like oh yeah like the way they look good together or something or like yeah something like that I don't know and I don't know just maybe because of the looming CC3 stuff them re-talking about, like, even Amrin, how she's, you know, from another world, and even talking to the bone carver, being like, oh, um, or I don't know. Is that this point that I beg of you, 
I've been spoiled for CT3. I know. So, the way you are talking. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was nice to highlight, though, like, you know. Yeah. And just the bone carver stuff and, yeah. But again, we've seen it all before. And really, it was just another test for Feyre. So, all Reese can really do is just sit and watch. Like, there's, I think what I was trying to say about Reese is, like, there's no real productivity for him as weird as that yeah. is, even though he is organising yeah. all this stuff and he is trying to prepare yeah. for the looming war yeah. of Highburn. Or even, yeah, like the week he goes, the first week when Pharaoh comes or whatever and he leaves her alone, it's like, show me what he was doing. Yeah, even, yeah, and that's when you take that creative liberty. Yeah, yeah, there's just a sentence like, oh, I went and dealt with stuff like in the other court, in his court of nightmares. So it's like, okay, I want to see the political world building. Yeah. <laughs> The fanfic writer doesn't know because she's not Sarah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're never gonna know. Yeah, Sarah, please, please. But um, I'm glad it filled the void. A lot of people probably felt while waiting between books and novellas and maybe CC and all that type of stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Just... The fact that I'm now gonna sound snobby, and it wasn't a proper book structure until like the very last couple of chapters because it probably literally was to copy and paste. <laughs> And Poppy's yeah. smiling. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just sick of, like, the one-sentence paragraphs <laughs> and the overemphasis of, like, you know, my mate underlined. Mm. My, mate, my mate, my mate, repetitive. <laughs> yeah, Poppy agrees. That's right. It was a nice little read. The formatting was eh, just because it's from AO3 and it was just downloaded. Not much else to really kind of speak on it. Like, again, we've already discussed Akamaf as its entirety two years ago. Fucking hell. Yeah, Jeez. wow. Um, Alright, let's go to the stars that listen. Oh, how are we going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I will give a five star and a one star. <laughs> okay, alright. My one star is uh, immediate one star use of the word cock. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Akamaf was never, this, like the proper Akamaf was never this vulgar, so that makes very very good sense. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, my five star is woohoo more race. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You have any other thoughts just in general on, on your views on fanfic, or we've pretty much said what we've needed to say in Love Hypothesis. Yeah, I feel well. like I will speak more at the beginning of after because that'll be the actual welcome to fanfic February. Yeah, and it also is uh, renowned for its controversy. Yes. <laughs> I suppose that concludes this episode of Letterboxd Book Club. Who was the, the writer again? Uh, Illyrian Tremors. Illyrian Tremors. Thank you so much for writing this fan fiction. Like, I do, I respect fanfic writers so much. I respect the hustle. I respect the hustle, not for me. And I'm glad, yeah, again, it, it filled the void for the Akatar fandom. And it's something that a lot of fans have been yearning for. Yeah, it was nice little insight. But yeah, ultimately not for me. But I respect it. All right, and that concludes. Uh, this. Thank you. Yeah, that concludes. <laughs> thank you all for listening. <laughs> you go. <laughs> find, us on, find us on the socials. Our Instagram is the best place. Letterbox underscore book underscore club. From there, our link tree is in the bio, where you'll find us in all the places. And we are continuing on with fanfic February. Next, Next week, week, we'll be kicking off with Manacled. Yes. I don't know who it's by off the top of my head, but I will Yeah, I don't... Out. Yeah, it's a... As far as I'm aware, it's a Hermione Draco fanfic. It's very popular. Yes. It's a chunky, 
chunky chapters right as well. Here. I saw Hang quick on. stats on AO3, I think, and it has like 6 million hits. Like, that is incredible. Uh, by Senlin Yu. There you go. Yeah. Do you want a summary? Oh, we can have a summary. Harry Potter is dead. In the aftermath of the war, in order to strengthen the might of the magical world, Voldemort enacts a repopulation effort. Hermione Granger has an order secret, lost but hidden in her mind, so she is sent as an enslaved surrogate to the High Reeve until her mind can be cracked. Have you read the the graphic content tags? Yep. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I'm scared. <laughs> We're going to have to read all that in the beginning of the potty, just so you know. <laughs> That's fine, I can do that. Wow. You can do that in your natural the ca- place. The rating, the archive warning, the category, the relationship, characters, additional tags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. All right, we'll be discussing that next week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, enjoy, fanfic- enjoy Fanfic February and bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>